Did I be eating myself? That's probably disrespectful. Alright, we're recording. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm not gonna eat no more soup. Hold on. This could probably be in the intro tip why you eating soup. Okay, so what had happened was I went to Olive Garden yesterday and got some bomb Olive Garden. It has been a minute since your girl has indulged in Olive Garden. And I got mozzarella sticks, uh, shrimp scampi, and, you know, chicken gnocchi was my soup. Shrimp or shrimp? What'd I say? Shrimp. Shrimp scampi, guys. Shrimp. (laughs) You said shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi. It was, it's so good. So good. Anyways, and I ate half of my shrimp scampi, half of the mozzarella stick, and half of my soup. So today, right now, we just came back from a little walk, and I'm hungry, and we bought a bottle of wine from there, too. Amen, amen. You're 99% wine with a splash of Hawaiian punch. That's right, just to get the <laughs> color, the illusion that you're hydrating, but really, we're dehydrating over here. Please. So, mm-hmm. do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the good people? Mm-hmm, got him. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be eating. You're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> All right, guys, my name is Tiffany. I am a mother of three beautiful children. I have two boys. My youngest is my girl. And I have been a mother for almost 10 years this August. Been married for 10 years in next month. Yeah, next month will be my 20 year anniversary. Crazy. And this little little podcast that me and Miss Leah Lola are doing are it's pretty much just talking about life Um, stuff. Yeah, life as a wife, life as a mother, life in general for female beings or just for people in general because you know especially with this quarantine thing, everybody's stuck at home right now. We just got to tackle life at hand. Exactly. Uh-huh. So everybody, I'm Leah Lola and Tiff is my daughter-in-law. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. Little history. She met my son <laughs> in high school and became a part of our family and I love her like she's my own. So I have been a mother for almost 30, 30 years. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so old. (laughs) I have 5.5 children. (laughs) I have currently six grandchildren with another one on the way. So that's seven, Tiff. Seven grandchildren. Shut up. What? Where? Where at? Because I got three. Three, four, five, six, six seven. seven. Oh my word. So I'm like you guys, OG. we're doing math right now. I'm OG mom. I've been yeah. in this, I've been in this game for a long she's time. She's been in the streets. So I've been a real mom from the block for a long time. Yeah. She's been around that black a couple times. Not like that, but like in the mother's hood since, guys. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you watching on YouTube, when you see us do this. That is a symbol. That means you see my face right now? We want you all to chime in. This means, do you see our face? Do you see what I'm talking about? We're spilling spilling some serious tea when we do this. Okay, because we need to clarify the eye lobes. There's not an eye lobe, but I made just one up just now. Oh, that was pretty weird. (laughs) Don't spit out your Kool-Aid wine. (laughs) 
All right, we have to stay on focus. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, this is episode one. We're so excited. We're so excited. Um, so, so work with us because I know this is going to get better over time. This is our very, very, very first podcast. Yeah. And we're so excited. This is something we've been talking about doing for a long time. Yeah. We actually had one kind of like this, but it was um, a YouTube channel. Yeah, Charlie and Lola. That was back in like 2010. This is just that was 2010. We had a Charlie and Lola YouTube page. It was around the time for y'all folks that are old enough. You should be if you're a mom or if you're married. No, because you know why? Because the 2020 baby or the 20,000 babies, the 2,000 babies, they like grown now. So I'm confused. But you should remember the Charlie, you bit me. That little, you know, remember that little kid? So we saw that YouTube video. You bit me. Yeah, and I and then and then there was a little show on TV. A cartoon show that was Charlie and Lola and we used to pretend to have English accents and just be a dog on food we used to dance with strangers in Walmart and you know make eggnog episodes and little like like news anchor episodes when you were at Universal and I was at home with the kids we you know we did this before but Dolly, Dolly, should we give them a little <laughs> taste of how we used to be should we do the Lola. Lola. With our English accents. We should not. <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody in England is going to be like, oh my God. Cringy. That's, Cringy. What that's what they're thinking right now. Cringy. So, yeah. It's, um, we've, we've been thinking about this for a while, but pretty much the gist, like we said, is just us being real and talking about our experiences. There's some new moms that are out there. There's people who've been in the game to realize you're not alone you're going through the same struggles OG moms. Together. exactly you know and um you know we come on here sometimes in pajamas sometimes with no makeup sometimes with hair half done half not you know it it's just sometimes with a wig sometimes Man. with a glass of wine because we're quarantined so your girl had to throw on a wig <laughs> bad you know, hair day yeah so this is this is real moms spelled with a Z from the block. So if you are a mom or if you're gonna be a mom or if you've been somebody else's mom or whatever mom or if you're a wife because that counts as being a mom because you got a grown man as a child. A so grown, it's fine. Grown man. <laughs> That's where you would implement the eye pool. Okay. For y'all who are listening and can't see, man just child. put your what is this called? Your index pointer, finger underneath. Pointer finger. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> no, index is your pointer finger. What's your is index it? finger, guys? It is. I Listeners, please message me. Index finger is the same as a pointer finger. You put it underneath your eye crease where, where your bags are, and you just pull down. <laughs> and you make eye contact so they can see the underneath the part, the pink of the underneath your eye. That's the look we're making right now just so you can visualize you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> so tiff yeah i see this quarantine's got you a little fruity with your high c wine <laughs> <laughs> is this well, you how you've been meditating your quarantine your your uh home safe safe your home, home self <laughs> your home self did you have white wine today no, I had a Celsius, which is a new energy drink, and I drank that last night, and then I continued it today, and I'm going to be like, Wah. so, yeah, no, your, uh, your home self-isolating quarantine, what is it, like, let me break this down, like, first of all, I thought, I thought if you had COVID, 
they right. need to self-quarantine for 14 days. So what are right. we doing? Are we actually quarantining, even though we don't have COVID? Or are we just staying home and being safe? Are we- I think technically so what technically is, is we're staying home term for the people who Technic just stay home and aren't sick we're just we're just we're staying home and it, we're not technically quarantining because quarantining like let's say if you have multiple people in your house and you're quarantining then you would be in your isolated you would only be in isolated room. in a room you know what i'm saying like you would not be using the same situation as everybody else and things like that but i guess you could say if you want to say we're quarantining we're quarantining oh. ourselves from the rest of the world Here's one of my beautiful children. Real mom. Real mom. Yes, dear. Um, That's my grandbaby, y'all. Okay, here we go. How about this? You can have my phone. Okay. Uh, nope, I need you to get down, please. I guess you say self-quarantine. You know, we're not necessarily, you know, self-quarantine. We're just, we're just following the orders of staying isolated. Nope. Right. You know what I'm saying? Away from everybody else, because <clears throat> we don't know what's going on with this bug. You know, you can be talking to somebody and boom, you get it. They can cough on you. Boom, you get it. And so what's going on over there? <laughs> Try to get your attention. So, yeah. So this is a big thing, right? Yeah. You know that dad is an essential worker. Everybody. Dad is my husband. Mm -hmm. That sounds weird. Her dad. Well, my Father-in-law. Father-in-law. You were about to say stepfather. Jesus. <laughs> Her father-in-law is my husband. Yeah. So if you hear me say dad, just know that. That's what we're talking about. You guys are family now, so you're just going to have to get into this real quick. Okay, figure it we, out. we move fast. So two people at his work, are um, they have COVID. Two dispatchers. Really? And one is actually hospitalized, so pray for her. But yeah, um, sure. so this is the thing. Like, what happens when you've got an essential worker? See, so you would who may be in contact with some, you know, with someone that was now that was infected, right? And yeah. he and he said that she was she was there yesterday before she ended up in the hospital. So yeah. you know, and they brought they've been bringing in lunches every week. So you know, people are touching foods and stuff. And I'm, yeah. you know, at what point like do we allow fear to take over? Then you know, we I feel like we still have to remain safe. Yeah. But we can't be fearful as yeah. believers. Either. I agree. I agree. Oh. And, I, and I, I, I literally, <clears throat> I saw this TikTok and y'all, TikTok is a black hole of addiction. I'm going to be real because last night I was scrolling through TikTok and I looked, it was 5 a.m. So the point is, you know, I saw this one, I don't even, like I literally was like, I'm going to be on here for 30 minutes and fall asleep. It was 5 a.m. guys. And, um, I saw this this TikTok and then she was like, uh, what did she say? She was like, it was like a little a little joke parody, and it was like, saves people be like, well, um, I believe that I won't get it, but if I get it, then I no, if I if I don't get it, he saved me. Or no, dang it! I know what like, you're saying. If you don't get it, praise Jesus because he protected you. But if you he protected me, yes. If I if I if I do get it, then he'll heal me. And if I pass away from it, then I'm with him. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, like like I'm not saying we want to be with him because it is a, no, you know it's a, tra it's a tragedy thing that's going right. on right now. A lot of people are losing their lives. Like my mom has it, and 
you know, thank God that right now she is getting better and things like that. But it's kind of like, I think me and dad had it. Yeah, you can't let fear control you, but you also have to be wise. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you just like, think of it like this. When, when you're driving a car, you wear a seatbelt, not because you think you get in a car accident, because just in case you're safe. You make sure your kids are in a, in, a, in a car seat. You make sure you take those precautions. So now let's take these precautions, not because I'm fearful, but because I know that right now that's the best situation that if I, if I was exposed to somebody else that was, you know, contaminated with mm-hmm. my quotation marks and, you know, air it's like wearing marks. a seatbelt. Exactly. It's like wearing a seatbelt. And that's, and that's kind of like what I'm tra- treating. I'm not, I'm not gonna like, you know, you know, Leah, I had driving anxiety for a while after my car accident mm-hmm. actually it didn't even hit me until two years later when I started getting really bad anxiety but and I was like operating in fear like in fear I didn't want to like I broke down in the middle of the intersection you remember like mm-hmm. literally driving beside behind you guys in Austin and I freaked out and Michael had to like get out mm-hmm. physically remove me from the car walk me around and take the driver's seat yeah and you got to realize that you can't you kind of have to just loosen the reins and say, you know what, I'm going to do everything that I can, but at the end of the day, it's in God's hands. Well, Steve Furtick just, oh, you've got to watch him, girl. I, I um, love watching Steve Furtick, but la- I have not watched him It's last. It's last week's message, and he talks about loosen the grip. Mm. So it's about letting go, letting go and loosening the grip. He's talking all about this same kind of thing because so many people are, are holding on to fear in the, in the news medium, the medium. Yeah. Is just pumping so much fear, fear, yes. and, and now they're just grasping at things because yes. every day on that that little it's like if your eye if if you blink two times on the right eye you have corona. corona. If you if you accidentally, you know, stub your know, toe, it's a sign of corona. Michael today was like, babe, I've had a headache. You know, his head is hurting. My head was hurting yesterday. I, had, I was like. Yeah, might as well go get tested at this point. Not because you don't have a fever, you don't have anything else, but it's true though. Because like my mom, for example, she did not spike a fever when before she was tested. A lot of people are, and like I said, you know, I think this thing has been around a lot longer than what they're saying. You I know? agree. And, I agree. And Dad and I, when we thought we had the flu, I mm-hmm. think it was actually COVID because the symptoms were. They resembled, flu, they resembled flu, but there was a lot of, remember dad had to go to the hospital and he was a yeah. little loopy and, yeah. you know, there was just things that weren't atypical of the flu. And then I had it. And then remember, cause we were moving at around that time. Yes. And then I don't know if it was just cause I was pumping myself with zinc and everything, but the moment that I stopped doing it, I got sick again for two weeks before y'all came out here. And, um, I really feel like you know, a lot more people who thought they had the flu because it was very bad. And I've talked to people and they was like, yeah, it was a different type of, you know, yeah, virus or that was going around a different type of illness that I had. And, and they, they said, you know, some people were tested, dad was tested and they never mm-hmm. confirmed that it was flu. Yeah. And even when Bella, Bella got sick and even before this, before she got sick, she never had any respiratory issues. She never had anything. My Bella's, my, Bella's my youngest daughter. She's only two. No, she was two at the time. She's three now. She's two. And she came down out of nowhere 
with this nasty bug and she was having difficulty breathing. Now I'm, I'm a medical assistant. I'm not a nurse or anything, but I know what it looks like when you're difficult, like when you're pulling, pulling is like when you're difficulty breathing. And, um, before she even got to that sense of pulling, I could tell that her breathing was off. I didn't have a pulse ox at the time, the checks, I made an appointment with her doctor and we took her in, um, the first time no, the first time we took her to the hot, the doctor, it was because she was like out of it. She was loopy. And we took her to the doctor and they said to take her to the emergency room because her cogn she's not cognitively there. Like something is off. Like she's too drowsy. She's too, something's wrong. Her, her vitals seem good, but something's wrong. Uh, the hospital didn't do much. And then a week later, not even a week later, um, we had to take her back to the hospital, no, the doctor. And they, they had EMS pick her up and take her to the children's hospital in Temple and put her on oxygen because she was having trouble breathing. Um, O2 stats were like 93, like very low 90s. Mm -hmm. um, she had to stay overnight. And when I went to the hospital at that time, the hospital was so booked. And realized this is a children's hospital, okay? And it's like one of the biggest ch children's hospital in Central Texas. And their rooms were completely booked that she when she got admitted she had to stay we had to stay in the in the emergency room like we stayed overnight in the emergency room instead of going upstairs and getting a room because they were completely packed and when exactly. I went to the cafeteria the next morning I saw a mom there in line and you know I started talking with her and she said she had and the person next to us was admitted too and the same thing they were on oxygen at night and I could just hear the you know the oxygen going and the beeping and everything like that and when I went to the to the, kitchen, the cafeteria, the mom there was saying her child had been admitted into the hospital too for, and they had been there for a week now, all because of a mysterious virus that wasn't flu and it wasn't stress, um, strep, not stress, it wasn't strep that was attacking the respiratory system. Yeah, and that's literally pretty much what COVID is, and yeah. and and that's what all the kids that were pretty much admitted there at that time when I had my daughter there, were, were exhibiting respiratory symptoms from a very, very strange virus that they didn't have any medication to give her except for supportive care, which was putting her on oxygen. They gave us NEB treatments. They gave her like seven NEB treatments and steroids and everything, just trying. They get x-rays. It was not pneumonia. It was not marking off all these things that it wasn't. Which and, is what they're doing with adults. You know, exactly. and when, they, when we took dad in, um, I've never seen the hospital so full. There was literally a line out the, the ER room for people coming in. Like, uh, you know, we were wearing masks and things of that nature. They were literally treating dad in the waiting room. Like yeah. they literally IV'd him up in the waiting room and then sent him home with like a whole bunch of steroids. Right. Um, and even Bella. Medication. Yeah. And, yeah, she's and on, uh, what do you call it? inhalers and yeah. everything. And then with me, it was, it was quite different. I had the cough. Mm -hmm. So I had that dry cough that they kept talking about. And like the pressure of the chest that I experienced was not like, um, not like the elephant sitting on your chest, but like, you mm -hmm. know how I was telling you, it was more like a fat cat sitting on your chest. Yeah. And you remember how tired I was like, you know me. I don't stay in bed for nothing. I was in Unlike bed. me, I'm the mom that stay, can stay, oh, I will stay in bed. Just for y'all know, I will stay in bed for 23 hours out of the 24 hours of a day if I, if you let me. 
but just you know, one hour to pee and eat. That's oh, all I need. See, we had just moved, and yeah, it's not like me to not unpack my house in a 24 hour That's period. True. Yeah, I usually have your house up and running, like, boom, decorations boom. and all. Yeah, it took me, what, two, two, two and a half weeks before yeah. I could even get anything Even get done. to the garage. Yeah. So how has um, this quarantine helped you <laughs> with your relationship with your husband? Are you closer to Michael or are you farther apart? You know what? I think, okay, so... I feel like newlyweds or like, I don't know if y'all saw, this is just a side note, uh, that, that, um, Netflix show, what is it? Love is blind is love blind or something like that. You know, not part of that. Uh, it was, that was a good show. I watched every episode. Uh, I like bench watched it. Um, and there's that one couple, the, the Hamiltons, the Hamiltons that got married, they have a YouTube channel or whatever. But I think this time for them is perfect. You know, they can just continue to develop it and continue to be in that honeymoon stage. You just got married. I mean, I'm 10 years into the game. We've been together for 12. And I'm like, I mean, we're, I'm glad. Like I said this to him, I was like, I, I kind of wish that once a month every year the world would quarantine. Not quarantine, but just stay at home. <laughs> yeah you know just stay at home everybody work from home as much as possible and you could just stay at home and spend time with your family because it, you need that time to kind of just connect because you're always the world the way it is right now is you're just always on the go you're always working or whatever but at the same time uh, <laughs> sometimes get tired okay i'm okay. pulling my eye down y'all yeah sometimes you know you're like you're like if i like yesterday, I cleaned this house, and all moms know this struggle. I literally cleaned it, and like five minutes later, there was blankets and toys laying all over the floor. I'm like, what? What just? What just happened? I literally just walked to the bathroom to drop off, you know, some fresh toilet paper. Like I, <laughs> I don't even know. You know, I think, I think it, it, then, it, then at that point, now it becomes stressful. So at first, it becomes like refreshing. Like, it's like, you know, you get to stay home and then it becomes stressful on all aspects. Um, but how are you and Mike? Like I'm saying, like, I, I literally, what I'm saying is that's, that's how me and Mike was. In the beginning, at the first part, I'm like, yeah, we're cool, we're chilling, we're watching TV, we're doing the coupley thing. And then it's like, all right, if you don't pick up your socks from off the floor that we done had this conversation for the past nine years, I'm going to poke you in your eyeball. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different when we're here because you know dad's essential so yeah. mm -hmm. he hasn't skipped a beat as far as work but I'm telling you like because we just moved yeah. so like the days that he is home he's really trying to just enjoy his house and relax and so yeah. so all y'all moms out there who husbands smoke cigars I'm pulling the eye down my husband I'm join you on that one. got That's this, fun. and now me and Tiff, we do this thing. We go A D D I -A. We start sign language addicted. <laughs> and, then, and and they're like, no, it's just for the conversation. Well, honey, you're on the back porch right now. Yeah. I'm not with you. So yeah, so I think during this during this whole self isolating that when he is home, he comes straight to the back porch because mm -hmm. you know what. All I have to say is if this man had to be home with me 24-7 and I had to be with him 24-7, one of us would have left the house. <laughs> 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 it 
And it probably would have been me. Um, so, you know, after, cause she's, you know, she, I got a little more time on you. So I have what, 19 years married, 24 years in. Yeah. And at some point, like this man is my best friend. Yeah. But as an older woman, you start to like, you get into this pattern of, you know, life is kind of coming closer to the end of it. You know, you're mm -hmm. like halfway there. So things that matter to you greatly in your 20s does not necessarily matter to yeah, you much in your 40s. Yeah. So you're kind of looking at your man like, I don't need to spend all this time with you. You go on the back porch and smoke your cigar. But then at the yeah, same time, yeah. if you still it's got kind of like at the same time, if you have plans or you have stuff for them to do and then mm -hmm. they want to take that time to do their addictive hobby. <laughs> you know, whether like, it's playing video games or smoking a cigar, cigar or fixing a car, whatever your husband's does, does you know, does, does. <laughs> I know we don't, we're not grammar correct here, guys. Um, I make up words frequently. So you'll, you'll catch on that. They're passionate hobbies. Their hobbies. Thank you. That's the word. Whatever your husband's hobbies is, you know what we're talking about, where they, they kind of, they kind of like, you know, I'm like off. The, yeah, like, like a little, like a little worm. Well, like That's a, actually like a worm. sign language. Is it shrimp? <laughs> they shrimp off over there and they just, you know, no, they shrimp off. <laughs> they, they shrimp off and they, and they go and they do what they're going to do, which is fine. You know, I, I'm a technically an essential worker. I'm still working, but I work from home. Um, and I work part time. Like they had to cut our hours because of COVID and everything like that. And, you know, so I have my time period where I work and he has his time period because he's a streamer where he works. And then when he's off and I'm off, you know, you get into that, like you get into that mindset where it's like, okay, well, you know what, we're gonna be off at this time. So how about we go and do this together? Because we've now been apart all day at this point. Like you said, that's essential worker. So when he comes home and you're like, okay, I'm expecting, some time. yeah, I'm expecting, and not necessarily, you know, when we're all at this point, most of our listeners are wives and, 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 you know, mothers. So, you know, we're not talking about spending time in that aspect. We're just, we're just talking about spending time. Spending time. You can rub my feet and we can watch TV. Okay. Thank you. Rub yes. my feet, okay, please. Cause sometimes rub my feet, the feet just needs to be held. I don't need you to just, you know what I, you know what I saw? Just hold them. Just, just like hold them. Foot. Just keep them warm. Just, just this is, men, if you're watching this, this is an instruction on how to hold your wife's feet. You don't even got to do work. Here's her foot. Just hold, hold it. Little presses of squeeze just to know that. That's it. Yeah. That, you put more action into the remote control when you're playing your, your PS4, Xbox, than you have to put into my feet. Just hold it. Okay? Just hold it. And... <laughs> Not asking for a full out back rub. No, I'm not, not asking. That. Not asking you to. No articles of clothing have to be removed. Moved. Just, just, just hold the foot. Just hold my foot. It's small presses. <laughs> I don't have to be on my foot all day to want my foot held. I don't feel like that's a that's a qualification of a foothold. Moms, can I get an amen? Like I try to pay my daughter to rub my feet, and she's like, she hates feet, so she was like, she's like thirty dollars an hour. <laughs> What? I could go get a pedicure for that. Like, I, you just, know I just want somebody to touch my feet. <laughs> just hold them. You know what's touch funny? Them. 
when I was younger, right? When I was younger, I remember vaguely rubbing my mom's feet. And I don't think I- <gasps> I didn't I, vaguely I, remember. My I, mother I, made me rub her feet. Like I she had me punching her feet. <laughs> Like, I remember, like, in my head, like, I was like a foot, like, I was masseuse, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I used to get the lotion and all this. And I'm like, where my kids at? You know what? I feel like I'm carrying on traditions. You know, my mother used to be like, the remote would be beside her. And she'd be like, Tiffany, come here. Um, pass the remote. And I would, and I would go from the other side of the house to bring her the remote that was on the nightstand two inches from her face. Okay? I carry on that tradition. I'm in my room and I call my kids to stretch their legs because they need to get from in front of me. <laughs> and they <laughs> to pass me the remote, okay? Why are they not carrying on the tradition of rubbing my feet? That's my question. That's my I question. My hoo-ha. I, I feel I feel like I feel like what it's like you sow, you reap what you sow. I sowed multiple years, many, many right. years right. of rubbing my mom's steak, stock, and feet after work. <laughs> While she ate M&M's, I love you, mom. <laughs> and I feel like that should be reciprocated. Yeah, like that should have been in the piggy bank, you know, and then, and then God just insult, so, so, you know, like you really so instilled, instilled that into your child. So when they came out, they knew it was season. It was the season, season of, of rubbing, rubbing feet. feet. You know, because mm -mm. your sister-in-law, your oldest one is mm -hmm. now back at home. So... I'm even looking because she used to she used to be very diligent about that. She she was the one that would do that. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I got three. None of them do it. So I'm trying to figure I'm out. Like <laughs> she was like, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> she got her whole like, life right now. Mom, I'm willing. I'm she. I'm willing to pay. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like I feel like a crack at it. Like <laughs> I'm about to go to the corner and just be like. Can you just hold my feet, please? Can you just hold and squeeze my feet? Would you mind just holding my feet for like an hour? Hmm. Thank you, everybody, for watching part one of COVID and shenanigans. Please don't forget to like and subscribe down below if you are watching this on YouTube and share this podcast with all your mom friends. Yes. And don't forget to tune in this Wednesday in two days for part two of COVID and shenanigans um, to continue this crazy journey with us. Uh, thank you for watching. From moms. Real moms from the block. Real moms from the block. <laughs> Literally.